On this edition of Orlando Magic Pod Squad, we catch up with Magic guard Jalen Suggs, who is off to the best start of his NBA career. The Magic are red hot, winners of seven straight at the time of this recording, and one of the best teams in the Eastern Conference. Magic Pod Squad brought to you by the Florida Department of Transportation reminds you that fans don't let fans drive drunk. If you've been drinking, don't get behind the wheel. Instead, find a sober driver or catch a ride service. Remember, drive sober or get pulled over. Have a great night and drive safe. On this edition of Pod Squad, we get into this resurgence for Jalen Suggs, what he got into this summer, his mindset on the defensive end of the floor, how much he embraces being that dog, a dog mentality out there on the defensive end, and how this team is playing right now. His vantage point of Paolo Bancaro and what this team is capable of when things are all said and done, and of course, how much he embraces City Beautiful and the connection he's made with Orlando Magic fans. And, of course, got to have a little football talk as well. All of that on this edition of Magic Pod Squad with Jalen Suggs. This is Fonz Wagner of the Orlando Magic. This is Cole Anthony. This is Jalen Suggs. This is Paolo Bancaro of the Orlando Magic. And you're listening to the Pod Squad. And welcome, everyone, to another edition of Magic Pod Squad. Dante Marcatelli, George Galate, Jake Chapman, and Jalen Suggs, Magic Guard, joining us here. And, Jalen, it's always great to catch up with you. It's even better when it's during a seven-game win streak, right? You're you're two two away from a franchise record, but we've had two days off. And the thing that I'm most excited about is you had two days off. You had a full day. You had a you had a full day off yesterday, uh, a practice today. But how good did that feel for you, my friend, to have a little time off for some R and R? I told Mose when he uh, when he said we had two days off or we had a day off uh, after that that last win. Uh, tears came to my eyes and my, my eyes got a little watery. <laughs> I can imagine. Great. Uh, it was great. You know, just to enjoy family. Uh, you know, the last of them kind of got out of here, uh, got back, uh, got back up home in Minnesota, um, you know, from being down there for the holidays. So it was good. Just that real relaxed day, kick with my family, uh, you know, watch all the boys, watch the Monday night football and, uh, you know, just get some, some Jalen time is always a must. Ah, as well you should. Do you prefer 51 degrees in November, December, or 10? You see how I'm dressed right now, honestly, <laughs> like this is freezing to me. I, I, I went out on my balcony this morning because it was sunny. I said, oh, it looks nice. I'll put some shorts on. I opened my balcony. I said, oh, no, I'm going straight back to sweats, a hoodie. I'm going to throw the beanie on and I'm going to be warm. So I think it's safe to say I've fully adapted to this uh, Floridian. I've, I've become warm-blooded. Yes. You're you're a Floridian now. You're, you yes. can officially claim you. That thing, yeah, that's I what that means, so. right? I think so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, we got a lot to get to. We got the win streak. We got the in-season tournament. The way you're playing uh, is just fantastic. But let's start with the win streak, Jalen. I mean, this is the, the longest win streak since the 10-11 season, right? So you got to go back 12 years. You're two away from a franchise record at the time of this taping. What's gotten into you guys? This is fun to watch. This is dope. This is my first time winning, winning in the NBA. Uh, yeah. Everything is everything is better. Practices are better. Film sessions are better. <laughs> you know That's saying? right. Um, but that's been dope. I think just it's been a collective effort. You know, it's it's Cole one night. You know, it's me another. It's Franz one. It's Pete. Uh, it's Golga coming in and impacting Joe off the bench. Um, J.I. just you you go down the list and everyone has come in and and made an impact, you know, towards us winning games. And I think that's the best part about it. Um, I think that's what makes us special is our ability to do that and, and to want that. You know what I'm saying? It's not I got to get my shots up tonight. You know, I have to I have to hit my quota, hit my mark. You know, it's, we just want to win. And uh, again, like I said, it, I, 
I don't know from experience, but from hearing, you know, that's rare hearing. Um, yeah. But but that's all I've known, you know, in, in growing up and all the teams I've played for, you know, just anything to do to get a win. So it, it's really refreshing to have, you know, that same group and, and staff share that, share that mentality here. It's, it's leading to good things. Well, well George, you know, you know that that is very rare. George, you know that. I was just going to say it, it is rare in the NBA and you can have it for spurts sometimes. Like, you know, you can have it for five game spurts, six game spurts, but then after a while, Usually somebody starts, you know, I got, I got to get mine, and I'm, and, he, and usually what ends up happening is, is things go a little south at that yeah. point, and things derail. But that doesn't seem to, to me when you, when you're looking at our team, and and we're all privy to what we're doing here. It just with the makeup of our guys, Jalen, it doesn't seem like we would have the roster to do that. Everybody it seems to be grasping on to what their role is, and that's. To me, that's three quarters of the battle in the NBA is everybody embracing their mm-hmm. role. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree with you. I mean, I, that's a positive of having great people in the building. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, it, having, there's a ton of talent, a lot of skill, you know, that we possess, you know, in the locker room. And, you know, a lot of people do a lot of different things or can do many things, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, to to break it down and simplify it, you know, and this is what we need to do. And we, we had conversations about it through camp and before the season started, you know, this is you know, with the staff just telling us this is what we're looking for for each person to do. This is what we feel like you can bring to the table. You know, the floor was open. You know, it was ours to to add anything if we wanted to. And, uh, you know, for the most part, everyone was solid on it, you know. And, and I, I feel like everyone's bought into to everything that, you know, the staff has asked of us and that us players have asked of each other. And, uh, again, like I said, it's leading a good thing. I mean, and then we're having fun while doing it. And that's the best part. And, you know, that's where the unselfishness comes in. You know, it doesn't matter, you know, I'll come out if we handle business those first three quarters, don't matter how many shots, you know, I'm getting up, you know, as long as we're getting the win, then I get to see my guys playing like uh that that's a perfect night for me. You know, now I was telling Bowles that this morning, like keep handling this business through the first three quarters. I don't want to get have to get beat up in the fourth. We could just <laughs> let the rest of the boys play. I see that I enjoy You're the, fine with that. Like a fan, you know, of course side. You get your work done in twenty one minutes and and you get to sit out the fourth quarter, right? <laughs> Oh, done, done, oh, done. 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 Oh, Jalen, to that end, what you were talking about, you know, agendas, the lack thereof. How important was last season to to what's happening this season? Not just the five and twenty start and and the pain and struggle through that, but um confidence wise, seeing what you guys are capable of over the last fifty games or so. I think I think it was really important and it played a great role. Um, you know, I, I got to experience a bit of both sides from it, you know, playing early and struggling man and and you know tough loss after loss and you know trying to find a rhythm in a way you know something to break the spell um compared to when i was out you know got to watch the boys play and go on runs and you know just see it from a different perspective you know the things that they were doing and then come back to end the season and get a feel kind of get a rhythm get a flow uh you know before that year ended with with kind of our full healthy for the first time our full health healthy squad um that was really important for us and i think really it just it helped us it really helped us harp on that belief, you know, and, and Boogie said it at the beginning of the year. Um, we have to believe, you know, we are that team and we are those individuals and, and collectively, you know, we, we can get it done every night. Um, you know, I think that's half the battle and we have that now. It's a confidence, it's a swagger, uh, but it's a humbleness because we've seen that other side, you know, I'm yeah, saying that, right? That, that's what makes this year so enjoyable, man, is we've kept the same unit, the same group together, you know, not many pieces have come in and out, uh, you know, we we've continued to stay at it together, and uh, and good things lead to lead to great things. You know that that's what we. Did Franz say that while he was holding his gold medal? 
Did he say that? <laughs> no, but we've had those jobs in there. Oh, when they like wear their shirt into the building or throw a doke in here and there. Oh, man, it's hilarious. I bet it's it is. That's great. All right, so I got a question. It's a two-part question for you. All right, first, Jalen, on your play. This is a career-high points per game, rebounds, field goal percentage, three-point percentage, steals per game, which is fourth in the NBA, by the way. Loose balls recovered, which is what third in the sad. NBA, right? Yeah, you, loose you balls recovered. I do. I, I, I track everyone. You have tw- you've recovered twenty one loose balls, which is tied for third in the NBA, right? So you're everywhere. You're all over the place. You were up there, uh, except for the one game that was missed in deflections. You were top five in deflections in the entire NBA, and you're fifth in defensive field goal percentage. So first part of it is of all of those numbers, what impresses you the most? Okay, what are you most proud of? Uh, that you say loose ball to this covered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think any any of those defensive stats, um, yeah. you know that that was something that that has always meant a lot to me. Uh, but I really, you know, over the course of last year, and you know, just kind of feeling myself, you know, get healthy and get back to you know get back to me, the all defense, and you know that was something that was a goal that I set for myself, you know, and it. It's not something that, you know, requires me to have the ball, requires me to take, you know, a certain amount of shots. It's, you know, defensive end, you know, I can always have a presence in. And no matter how the offense is going on a certain night, um, you know, that's something that I'm able to bring. So that was a very big, uh, very big one for me. And, you know, something that, you know, I worked a lot of my conditioning on in the offseason and, and my strength in the offseason to to put myself in the best position possible to, to do everything I want to do on the defensive end. Uh, so to see that come to fruition, um, you know, as the offense continues to progress slowly, um, you know, it is, it is a great thing. Something I love to see. Well, it's certainly coming. The second part of that, Jalen, is you are quickly becoming, if you're not already, the fan favorite, right? There is, I, I think, as great as those stats are, right, guys, there is a connection with you and the fans, right? First of all, the, your teammates feed off of you, and you have a way of getting your teammates going when they need it. But there are, you can point to one point during the game multiple times where you are embracing the crowd reaction and you're revving them up, right? I, I think that tells almost as much of the story as these statistics. Um, absolutely. Uh, I think it, it's something I've always just enjoyed doing. You know, you kind of go back and, you know, when I was in high school, middle school, whatever it was, I always just kind of loved talking to the crowd. Away games. Okay. I quite, you, know, you know what I'm saying? I love interacting with them. Uh, I think it keeps it, it keeps the game fun, loose, um, you know, not too serious. And at home, I just, I love to turn the city up, man, honestly. And I've seen, I've seen Amway at its. I don't know if it's at its. If it was at its lowest, sure. but you no, know, I've seen Amway. You know when we're struggling, we're we're going right. through losses. You know, and, and still continue to feel that love and the encouragement um, to now be able to celebrate all the growth. You know, with the city, with the fans, they deserve it, man. Honestly, uh, just from a personal standpoint, you know, all that I've received, you know, from from this city, you know, basketball wise, life wise, you know, when I'm going to the store. Uh, driving down the street, whatever. Eh? I had experienced nothing but love, and um, so for 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 me, I just I love interacting with them. I love seeing them. I love putting smiles on faces. You know, I think that's what it's about. Uh, you know, we come and we're able to play this game, and you know, at the end of the day, you know, it's competitive. You know, we're playing for it. We're playing for something, but you know, we're playing to put smiles on kids' faces. You know, there there's certain kids who don't get to come to a lot of NBA games, or you know, families who have saved up for a game. So you know, especially when we're at home, you know, I want to make that experience. Uh, as enjoyable as possible for all of them. So, you know, just something that I kind of became conscious of and it's dope seeing them embrace me, you know, whenever I have a moment where I, you know, go crazy and try to turn them up, you know, they're always, 
you're always right there with me in a roll mood. And so, you know, no, you've got them. You've got them in the palm of your hand, man. It's fun to watch. It certainly, certainly is. And can you feel the difference, Jalen, in the in the crowd already? We've only had a handful of home games so far, but can you feel the difference already through, you know, 17, 18 games here, the difference in the home crowd? I mean, we've had even, even in the lowest of lows, you know, we still managed to to get 15, 16,000 people in the building as opposed to we go to some of these other cities that are struggling and you know, you've seen it, it's right. But there's a difference now, right? In, the, in this 15, 16,000 or sellout crowds that are coming that they're they're behind you guys now. Yeah, no, I definitely feel it. Definitely feel it. Like, I mean, I think it was the Denver game. They were chanting. We went on to run second quarter and they're in the second quarter chanting defense like <laughs> wow and it felt like a playoff game the the Boston game just back and forth through their runs through our runs like they were with us you know we go on a run going into timeout and, and it's like it's deafening in there the, the fourth quarter Star Wars music gets a little bit later man like it's all just enhanced a little bit and I've been waiting man since since I got here since COVID you know and, and not a lot of fans um, you know I've been waiting to kind of bring that energy back you know I didn't feel really comfortable doing it, you know, just, you know, with our record, I didn't know how they would react uh, with my play. You know, I didn't know how they would react to that. Um, you know, but now things are kind of coming together and, you know, I can fully just, you know, kind of be me in that standpoint, you know, in terms of turning the crowd up, you know, being energetic with them, uh, interacting with them more to, to see them embrace me and embrace us, you know, all of us, uh, you know, is super dope and, and I love it. We've been trying. We've been trying to tell you guys that you know, either you first year, second year guys that you know, for us that have been here, yeah. When we're good, things are good. <laughs> like that, that hey, I'm driving, I'm driving down the street. I got stopped in the street. Yo, sons, keep going, man. Put the biggest smile on my face. Awesome. Want to go to the gym, work out again, get a second workout. Of the day. Oh, I love it. But uh, the, the love in the city has definitely been felt recently. For sure. For sure. Well, that was Jake Chapman. The Jake Jake loves Jake loves tracking you guys. <laughs> Jalen Witt. But another thing that another thing that we're big on now, and this is Arnie Kander, and it, yeah, we're doing a lot of breathing, right, and palms down and calm down. So, how do you find? I mean, you're a high energy, get amped up. Where where do you find the line of 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 getting everybody ramped up, including yourself, and at the same time, like let's take that deep breath and 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 get done what we need to get done out there. Uh, it's funny how much like that has shifted what my like game day routines are and things like that. Um, I can't really listen to like crazy hype music before a game anymore. Like used to listen to old like throwback bangers, you know, like some I go to like G Herbo Ludfo, just like really like banging music, you know what I'm saying? And um, you know, now it's a lot of reggae. I listen to, you know, maybe some like R and B before a game, you know what I'm saying? Or uh, just some really like calm music. But it's kinda like that calm before the storm type like i don't want to waste my energy you know pre-game i want so that whenever i step in between those lines you know all my energy and focus is all towards us and what we're doing as a unit you know and going to win a basketball game and the breathing is a huge part of that i mean there's a lot of times i go almost once a game where i go back to the to the tunnel with Artie and go breathe or i go give him a hug and you know just he, as he's talking you know just words of encouragement and continuing to tell me to stay centered and to bring my breath back, you know, to my, to my middle point, uh, you know, all those things, I definitely pay a part in it, but yeah, it's dope. We get to breathe, we get to meditate, come to our center and then go turn the city up. And uh, <laughs> it's a dope, uh, it's a dope balance. 
Jayla, real quick, there, there was a game, I don't know if it was Indiana or where it was, there was a game where you gave Arnie a big hug at the end of the game. I, I don't, was it the game you were, maybe it's you were questionable? It's every game, Oh, it's every game. Okay, so is that what that is? Is that what that is? Just part of that? What's he telling you? How's he helping you, all, aside from the breathing and everything? I think he just, he does a great job. He continues to help me stay present. Um, I have a mind that, you know, that can shift and go a lot of places, uh, you know, because I play, you know, off a lot of emotion, you know, and I, and I wear my, my emotions and my heart on my sleeve, you know, it's not something that, you know, I'm, you know, scared to show, ashamed to show. So, you know, he just does a great job in continuing to harness me back in, uh, always gives me, you know, gems, words of encouragement. Uh, we talk about, yeah, I think one game he's talking about, you know, we had 24 minutes, you know what I'm saying? 24 minutes in the first half, 24 minutes in the second half, 24 second shot clock. You know, you're seeing the correlations. How can you continue to be present and bring your energy, you know, to each play, to each 24 second possession, you know, the 24 second half, you know, whether it's a bad half, you know, you let it go, you have a new to, you know what I'm saying? The same way that the shot clock resets after a miss. Um, okay. You know, just things, different things to keep me present, you know, keep me locked in in the moment. And, uh, he, he gets a lot of credit for, you know, the growth spiritually and uh, in the maturity, you know, that I've made. Um, he, he's done a great deal with that. And, no, I'm, I'm very appreciative of my boy, Arnie. Awesome. I have a two-part question as well. The first one, I spent about 40 minutes this morning watching Sam Bassini's video breaking down you. It was an hour. I didn't make it through the whole thing. The first one is it's kind of a dumb one. Do, do you ever stop and watch stuff like that for five, ten minutes and just see kind of what what the conversations are around you? I saw the, I saw the first three minutes of that video. Shout out to, <laughs> shout out to Sam for that. I appreciate the love. Uh, yeah, it was uh air once in a while you know i think it's a you have to have a balance of it you know i think uh with something that i used to do all the time you know go right after games i'm looking up my name looking to see what people are saying good bad and different um you know now it's it's just one of those things you know you kind of roll with the bad it's dope to get acknowledged uh and see the acknowledgement you know for for a lot of the work uh not only that i put in uh but us as a team put in you know and, and to see people recognizing that and showing love for it is always dope, you know. It's always encouraging. Um, so I do stop here and there to to check them out. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, no, rightfully so. Absolutely. Uh, there were a lot of mentions, and there always is uh, about your football playing days, obviously. And and so here's my question. I'm gonna give you three examples of a football type play that you've made probably this year, and I want you to tell me which one is the most gratifying. Is it is it playing cornerback, jumping a slat route, and, and getting the pick six, going back the other way for an easy bucket? Is it that fullback through traffic where you protect the ball and you're going up for an and one? <laughs> or my favorite is the QB pass. Yes. The, the, the 75, 80 footer. <laughs> there was one last year to Franz where he's, it was the deep out, right? He, he was going right, caught on the sideline turn. I think it was against Utah and he ended up in their bench. Um, which one's the most fun? And, and, uh, and I know we've asked you a lot about your football playing days and um, how it kind of manifests itself, but it is. We, we see an example every night, Jalen. Um, that is a hard question. I'm going to be honest because they each bring like a separate level of enjoyment. Um, but I think, I think my favorite one is being a safety and just, and reading passes and like the, the Atlanta game was super fun, man. And especially the one against Trey Young, um, you know, he's dribbling up the sideline, you know, I see him look up at DeJounte, you know, so I kind of take a deep breath. I'm, I'm kind of dropping, but my eyes are, were up the whole time. And as soon as he went into his motion, man, like just popping off the back foot, trusted instincts, you know, and going, and going to jump a lane and, and try, try to get another possession for us. Um, I think that that one, that one brings me to most joy because I love playing safety. I love playing defense, um, you know, when I was playing football. So 
I think that that one the most. But just I think overall bringing the the dog mentality of, of being like a defensive or a football player, you know, like that mindset into into the basketball game is something that I've kind of been searching for. You know how to how can I continue to to bring what I learned in football, but become the best basketball player that that I can be. You know, and that's playing under control, playing with a good pace. Um, you know, and continuing to do those things and pick my spots, but. Um, the mentality is something that never changes, um, you know, and I think that's one of the biggest difference differences, um, you know, in the, the past two years to this year is, you know, I've kind of found that just being a dog on the court, doing the little things, bumping relentlessly, you know, on, until we get the win, um, you know, not taking possessions or plays off, uh, you know, it's something that I can carry over. You know, I have great examples from my cousin uh, to Nate, yeah. Nate, new, new Auden boys up in Pittsburgh balling right now, um, you know, all my boys playing in college. Um, you know, carrying over that mentality onto the court. And it's dope to see them all kind of see it and, and you know, kind of relate to me. So, but jumping past the lanes, I love doing that. That's awesome. You know, I think about that. We all tell the story, and I, I get a kick out of it. There was, uh, I think it was, I don't know if it was the first day of training camp, but the first day or two, you jumped up and made a block. Uh, you were playing a scrimmage, and the referee, the referee blew a whistle for a foul. I didn't think it was oh, a foul. I know. I know. You know what I'm talking about, right? And oh, you man. screamed at the top of your lungs, nice block, Jalen, but good call, ref. But nice block, Jalen. <laughs> Remember that. You know exactly what I'm talking about, right? Exactly what you're talking about. Is that part of that, is that part of that football emotion, or is that just in you always, and now we're seeing more of it? I thought that was great. I got a kick out of that. Um, yeah, I think it's just continuing to be me. Uh, it was a bad call, by the way. I was a hey, I. I ain't gonna be the one to say it. I'm glad, I'm glad you said it. Yeah, yeah that's right. Um, no, nah, I think it's dope. It's just uh, I'm being me again. You know what I'm saying? I'm not I'm not trying to conform, you know, or be anything, you know, that anybody else is telling me to be. You know, I'm not trying to be too perfect to be, you know, too much of a professional. You know what I'm saying? I'm just I'm being me and enjoying where I'm at, you know, and I think a lot of that has to do with just the confidence that I have in life, you know what I'm saying, in my relationship you know, how my relationship with, uh, with Christ has grown. You know, I'm able to lean back on that and understand that, you know, regardless, great game, bad game, you know, he loves me. Um, you know, he's always there for me. He's someone I can lean on and talk to. And, you know, I always have my anchor set in, you know, so I can I can be myself. You know, I can come out onto the basketball court and express my emotions and, you know, but it's tempered now because I've been doing so much work on my discipline and, you know, on the mental side of things. So just, I think, a culmination of everything. Of bringing in that side, bringing in my spiritual piece, you know, adding who kind of I've always been, and then just that dog just finally being just coming out, me being comfortable, you know, expressing that, and you know, kind of just hoping the city and, and the boys embrace me, which is exactly what they've done. And so, yeah, it, it just brings me a lot of joy, you know, knowing that I'm out here flowing, being myself, being me, um, and everyone's embracing it and loving it. You know, Jake, you're a Cleveland Browns fan with the dog pound. I mean, are we seeing something? Are we missing a marketing opportunity here? Should we have? I mean, should we have? Should we be embracing this dog mentality? And and when when Jalen makes some of these plays, potentially. But based on the last twenty years of Cleveland Browns football, I'd like us to aim a little <laughs> bit higher. To be honest, well, that's true. That's true. You aim higher than that. That's a good point. Jalen, now okay, now that the team has seen some early success. How does that? Or how do we? How do we move that into the next twenty games? Yeah, and then in the next twenty games, because it's very easy to have short spurts of success. It's very difficult in the NBA to extend it all the way to eighty-two games. What is what is Coach Mosley and the staff and and you guys all together been saying to just keep this train moving forward? 
the stick to the standard, um, I think is the biggest thing. Keep the main thing, the main thing, uh, you know, uh, expectations and, and all of that external things, um, you know, those have the power to, you know, to throw us all off track and off tilt. But I think that's all we've been doing, you know, the start of this season it is sticking to our standards, you know, personally and team wise. Um, and it's dope. We get new challenges. Like it was, it, we came from being that team, always played from behind young, you know, a lot of hunger, uh, you know, to a team now who, you know, we're playing with leads and we're up on teams, you know, and, and it's dope. We get to figure out in the moment, you know, how to, you know, how to do those things, how to slow it down, still get great shots. You know what I'm saying? How to, how to play with a lead, making sure we're getting great shots, but don't get too, uh, you know, too slow, too complacent. You know what I'm saying? To where we start tricking off the leads. And I think that's what we were doing earlier. Um, but it's cool that we get to do it in the moment now. And I feel we're just adapting to every environment being put in. You know, we, we, we played from behind before. We're now learning how to play with leads and uh, the words, the point where I don't feel uncomfortable in any situation. You know, the Boston game, we're down. I didn't even realize we were down 12. They came out like that out of half. I didn't realize we were down like that. But, you know, in that moment to stay calm and, oh, we're doing the right thing. Shots aren't falling and making tough ones. Continue to stay at, you know, chop wood, carry water. And, um, and the results are showing for themselves. And we're coming back in games and we're holding leads now. And um, the offensive side is coming along with the defense. So just to see everything come together and us grow as a unit, um, I think is dope. And that's what we have to continue to stand on. Jalen, you mentioned adaptability, and I was thinking about Anthony Black and his rookie experience, which is pretty different from yours. Like, you kind of knew when you came out that you're going to have an opportunity. The roster was very young, and there was a lot of guys competing for spots. A.B. comes in, and it doesn't look like off-rip he's going to have a big opportunity, and then, boom, injuries happen, as they always do. He and Goga both thrown into that starting lineup. Um, What can you say about how adaptable and productive both those guys have been in the starting lineup next year? Yeah, I think I think that they've both done a great job, you know, and they're taking on that that green goblin mentality, you know, that that they brought in in training camp. Um, you know, Ooh, just, the green! Tell us what the green goblins are. I like that. The green goblins, you know, they had the green jerseys. That was the third unit, uh, you know, <laughs> in training camp, and uh, that's what they started to call themselves. But they like fully embraced it, man, and just just being dogs, ready for their opportunity. You know what I'm saying Goga coming over from from Indiana, uh, you know, where he didn't get the opportunity to play much. You know what I'm saying. And, um, you know, to come here and, you know, just he's been working for what well, I think he's been in here what three, four years now. And, um, you know, for his time to finally come saying where he gets to play, you know, big and he's, you know, having an impact in paint, you know what I'm saying? A B is a hound on the defensive end. Such a smart basketball player, you know what I'm saying? And, and he's continuing to find you know, it's continuity. Um, but we're growing, you know, and they're growing as players and just for them to get the opportunity mm-hmm. to play and be out there with us. My bad. Is that messing that up? No, no problem. No problem. Just to see if you get out if there's a way to. You're good. <laughs> You're a big Stop. And, uh, popular man. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no problem. My bad. This my bad. Line. You're good. Uh, no problem. Uh, yeah, just they, they really embrace, uh, you know, embrace what they've been thrown into, you know, and it's not easy, um, but they're continuing to grow, continuing to learn, continuing to ask questions. And again, they're they're both great people. So it makes that that whole transition, that process easier. So I, I love hooping with them. You know, I love being out there and we go set the tone and, and just the dogs and they're with me on that one. And uh, yeah, it's fun. Real well, quick. He calls you a dog. And that and that, that Georgian accent for dog is pretty good too, Jake. Dog. That's, a dog. A dog. He's like that. He's like that. I want to know like, about the group chat. Is it more active this year than it's been in years past? Is it, uh, it, it sounds like it's buzzing. Oh yeah, it's dope. It's we yeah, it's funny. We have the iMessage group chat, and that that's everybody. 
Then we have the Snapchat. You know, not doubt everybody has big on the Snap. You know, Grand Grandpa Joe. I don't even think he has a Snapchat. So, yo, that that that's a way for us. You know, we we text in the group chat and then the Snapchat one. You just kind of, you know, send send what you, what you got going on. People send a, a video here and there. You know, what I'm saying just a way to, uh, for us to continue to keep talking. You know, and stay close. Well, he caught some. Joe Ingles caught some strays from Cole the other night. Cole called him a sloppy build. Called him a right. Called him a substitute teacher. Right. I mean, sure. I think like grandpa is one thing, you know, that's not one thing you can escape. Yeah, that's age, but I would never say right. Joe at Bobby Bill, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Dude. It's effective. It's grown man strength. Yes, that's right. Grown man strength. But what has he added? You guys have always been a tight group, but let's be honest. I mean, Joe adds a different dynamic. That guy is always talking and it's always constructive. He seems to have something he seems to have the right thing to say to each one of you guys at the right time. What what has it meant having him? Oh, it's been dope. You know what I'm saying? It's it's cool to have, you know, all of us together, you know, kind of been here you know, and we build our relationships. But to have Joe come in, you know, another another guy who loves to crack jokes, you know, love, loves to have a good time, you know, is a great person, but also has seen so much in this league. You know what I'm saying? He's been around really good players who are playing right now. He's been around winning teams, teams that have gone to the conference finals, to the finals, you know what I'm saying, and been in playoff series. Uh, so he's brought just that level of experience, you know, plus he's a great dude. So, you, you know, you're going to listen to him and you know what he's saying comes comes from a great spot, you know what I'm saying? And uh, like the Chicago game was dope, uh, you know, they're, they're coming back, you know, and he just kept it real, you know, like how many times are we going to keep doing this? You know, we're going to say we're going to be special. You know, we we'll say we're going to do this and do that, but we keep tricking leads and throwing it off, throwing off games, not learning from what we're doing. That can't keep happening. And I think, like, from that point on, a shift was made and, and we've been playing great basketball. But the ability to come in and, and have a great vibe and a great spirit, you know, but also say what needs to be said and kind of be that voice of kind of like a wizard, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And just, you got so much knowledge and all that. Uh, I like it. Yes. A wizard. So, and I think it's helpful for us. I'm not going to be able to get that image out of my head now. I'm just going <laughs> to see Joe with is- a big. Fantastic. I mean, what if I was Joe PR, then I would have some great Halloween costumes for him. There's no question. There's that's a lot of material there. Dude, that's ridiculous. Eastern Conference Player of the Week, Paolo Bancaro. He's got a couple of game winners for you. I mean, this guy is just taking it to another level right now. I think five straight games of 20-plus points, 8-1 and one when he gets 20 in a game. What are you seeing from Paolo? Killer. He's a killer. <laughs> oh, I, I tell him every game. I try to remind him during the game. Kill, brother, kill. It's, he's he's so smart and he has such great instincts. Plus, he's a force. You know what I'm saying. And when, when you combine all those things, man, just he helps us roll. You know what I'm saying. And, uh, you know, we're able to in tough times. You know, you, we we can throw it into Pete. You know, go get us one. Go get us to the line. You know what I'm saying. And uh, so I think it's great. He's continuing to grow. He's, he's shooting that. He's shooting them. Was gonna cuss there. He's shooting the ball great yeah, right now. Yeah, let it fly. You know, it's continuing to grow. I think it's the story with all of us. It's continuing to grow, continuing to build, and um, and it's leading to great days. But just yeah, he's he's taking the leap. You know, another step, and he feels more confident and mature in everything he's doing. So I love it from P. I love playing with him. I love learning from him. You know, I love talking to him, and our relationship has grown too, which has been dope. Jalen, the in-season tournament is over for us. We're going to know here in about 24 hours after we take this, whether we're we're moving on to the knockout round. How, What was your take on the in-season tournament, the pool play, and, and and the prospects of us getting to the knockout round and maybe going to Vegas? I thought it was dope. Honestly, I, I'm a huge... 
I don't I don't know too much of the consensus around it. I know it's you know people talking about point differential and scoring at the end and all that. I think the only complaint I had was the new courts are slippery. He's got to break them out in the summertime. Were they you know, slippery? Some, like some high school teams come play on. You know, maybe we're yeah. going out a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Just kind of break them in. But other than that, like it was dope. I think they've been very competitive. You know, guys. You know, guys are buying into you know really playing for it, uh, playing for something. You know, and it's at the beginning of the season where you know it's sometimes it's hard to get you know juiced up for some of those games. You know what I'm saying? Knowing that you know on a random Wednesday, you know when you you have 65 more to go, you know what I'm saying? How do you find a way to give your all? I think it's just it's free motivation. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's been dope. Everyone's buying into it. I love how the how the fans have embraced it. Um, I love everything they're doing around. You know how they're showing it all, marketing it. Uh, the, the courts, they look cool. I'm going to be honest. They, they look really cool. I'm a fan of the colored courts and all that. Uh, even the Chicago one? Even all that red? Even, even the Chicago okay. one. All right. Okay. NCAA football, I love playing at Boise State's field no matter who I was playing. So, I, you know, I'm kind of used to the, to the colored yeah. field courts type. I like it. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I think it's dope. I think it's dope. I'm excited to see, you know, hopefully we get in there and, uh, you know, have a chance to go play in Vegas and see what that looks like. But, um, yeah, it's been exciting so far. And there was there is a little bit of added incentive, or at least you you're aware of the fact when the first one was played in Brooklyn that hey this is an in season tournament game. Obviously, yeah. the court out there is is going to remind you of it. But you're saying there was a little talk in the locker room like this this is a little bit different than a random oh, yeah. game. Oh yeah, especially after we lost that Brooklyn one man is you know in the way that we lost it you know it was okay fellas either we're we're gonna take this serious you know what I'm saying and we're gonna you know we got to make up this this gap you know this margin that we just put ourselves back. You know, or or we're just gonna let it go and you know, act like it doesn't matter. And I think everyone bought into the fact that you know what I'm saying let's let's try and go win this one. You know what I'm saying let's make a statement early. And you know it helps that you know the regular season games as well. You know that that record counts. Uh, you know those games count towards our record. So uh, you know add those two together, and I think you know we all just kind of bought into the fact that we want to make a run at it. You know why not? And uh, it's led to good things, playing great basketball uh, in those games. Yeah, again, hopefully we make it. But Wendell Carter Jr. isn't even playing, and he's told us he's put pressure on you to get that 500K. He still wants his cut. So. <laughs> and I can't remember who said it. We brought it in the other day. Uh, it was before one of the games, uh, and someone said 500 on three. <laughs> perfect. Oh, that's perfect. Hey, one last thing, Jalen, and then we'll let you get out of here, but we'd be remiss if we didn't ask you about Chet. I mean, we're, we're the the world is kind of finally getting to see. I know we saw a glimpse of him in, at Gonzaga. We're finally getting to see what he's about. We still know we got the best player in that draft with Paolo, but Chet seems special. And I, first of all, I can't imagine mini haha Academy ever losing a game. I did. Did you guys ever lose a game together in high school? And if you did, how could that be? Uh, sadly, sadly we did. Uh, I can't I wish, wait I, it. I wish I could say no, but, um, <laughs> not many know, though. You didn't lose many on way to three championships. That's for sure. Not, not too, we want to, we want the ones that count. We always uh, but, but how I, special? How special is Chet, Jalen? I, I, I love I love seeing him thrive, man. And he, he's a great person. Uh, me, me and Chet have grown closer and closer each year, uh, each year of our lives. You know, since we met in third and fourth grade, and um, you know, just seeing him win, I think is dope. You know what I'm saying? We shared a lot of memories together, and I know I know who he is not only as a person but as a basketball player. You know, and he's someone who has you know that unrelentless dog. You know, he's been around been around us all his life and you know just continue to grow into that as you know grew into his body grew into his game and continue to evolve his game you know what i'm saying he got more confidence in it and uh you know now it's flourishing man. like to see him go back and forth 
against Embiid, you know what I'm saying, to put up almost identical stats, you know, it's crazy, you know, just because we were two kids coming from, you know, St. Paul and Minneapolis, Minnesota, you know, just playing, playing the game of basketball together, you know, memories of riding bands to trips and, and grinding Clash of Clans together, just like little things, you know, so see, seeing your people working is always great, but his mentality, his skill set, man, uh, the way he approaches his work in the game, uh, I think they are special. And, um, you know, just for him to be succeeding and thriving, you know, it's something I love to see. Well, that's great. Well said. Listen, we're all behind you. We're so proud of you, Jalen. You're playing fit. We're going to work on this dog thing, this marketing thing, because you got yeah. something there, right? Get and on. you're and you're the leader of it. But keep it up. This has been a lot of fun, and uh, we can't wait to see where this goes, all right? I appreciate it, Thank you. All right, 500 on three. Here we go. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> All right. That'll do it for this edition of Magic Boss Squad. Boss.